I, it's 4 p.m. and I've already been away for almost 20, 24 hours, 12 hours. <laughs> it feels like 24. Hey, you should go to bed after this. Fight. <laughs> probably wake up at 5 again tomorrow, though, which is a really unfortunate habit to start. I wish I was going to bed after this. I mean, you could. <laughs> well. You're choosing to go out. You're right. I am. This is the small the angsty. <laughs> We're having an angsty week. Yup. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Could you sound more disappointed in that? <laughs> like, would you rather be me right now? Because I don't think you would. <laughs> we could have a contest, though. Uh, we, like, had a really great triumphant return, and then life was like... <laughs> Fuck you guys. I mean, all things considered, I'm doing really well. Sorry for all the background noise. I did not bring the table in here that I usually do to put our shit on. So instead of throwing things around my room, and this will help with our drink sounds. Our <laughs> drink sounds. Um, I also am a little offended that every time we record now, my dog sits on your lap instead of mine. Yeah, what the hell, Batman? He's like really like, he's like, yeah, no, this is my seat. We're hanging on Sarah's lap. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so, uh... Should we do, like, a life update? Like, what's been going on? How's your week been? Um, my week... I actually had a really, really great weekend. Um... Why? I bought a car. <laughs> That's great. Um, I almost threw up after I signed the paperwork. Because of the money? Yeah. Okay. Very fair. Um, but I felt like a badass when we were <laughs> doing it because the guy's like... He's like, okay, how much money are you putting down? I told him. He's like, okay, so how are you doing it? Are you doing, um... Like, credit card, debit card, check. Wait, you can put down money on a credit card? Apparently. That's not money. And I, <laughs> and I pulled I pulled an envelope of cash out of my purse Dang. and threw it down on the table. Baller. <laughs> in his face. And he was just like, oh, okay. So did you rob a bank or did some, or did you like go get cash out I got to cash do that? out. Okay. I, yeah, I went and got cash out. That's all. That, that's fun. Um, yeah, so I bought a car. It's a lot of fucking money, um, and now I'm going to be spending a lot of fucking money. Continuing to pay off the rest of the car. Yep. Yeah. Uh, What'd and you then... Get? Tell, the, tell the people. This is not a paid sponsorship, but they want to pay us. Um, I got pay a... pay off Sarah's car. I got a Honda Fit. Honda, if you want to pay off my car note, that'd be cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's a 2016. It only has 27... Oh, it's super new. 27,000 miles. Hell yeah. Um, which is really exciting. Um, I sold Ruby the Subi, the old Subaru. Um, it was a two-day process. <laughs> had to go to CarMax and then ended up not having enough time to finish it that day, so left it at CarMax overnight and then had to go back and finish it on Sunday. Shit. Um, which was a pain, but... But, happy you know... R.I.P. Ruby. Yeah, it was sad. But I'm glad that we, because my friend went with me, and so she took a photo of me, like, on the first day that we were there. She's like, let's just take the photo now. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Because then the next day, like, when you sell it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, take, I'm, like, keeping the plates or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, there's the guy taking off the plates. And then... I shit you not, literally, like, one minute later, looked back over, and it was just gone. So they weren't, like, say goodbye to your car. No! They don't give a shit. It's no, not like, say goodbye to, like, anything that's living. They're like, nope. Although I will say, shout out to Susan at the um, Burbank CarMax, because <laughs> she was really fucking sweet. Um, and <laughs> she was like, so is this a happy day or a sad day? And I was like, um, a little bit of both. I was like, you know, it's sad, because the car's been in my family forever, and, like, we've had it the whole time, and... 
Um, Five Nights Jumping Ship. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so she was like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, it's fine. She goes, she goes, okay, well, just don't look at me because these things just make me really. And <laughs> she started oh, crying. She started crying because you said the card been in your family for a long time. Yes. Oh. What she a, was so what a sweet. Gem. She was so fucking She was like sweet. emotional over you saying goodbye to your family's yes. car. Yes. Uh, I was like, I love you, Susan. What a babe. Susan from CarMax. No. So if you need to sell your car or buy Go a car. Go talk to Susan from CarMax. Yeah. Like, what a sweetheart. Um, yeah, so that was really good. And then I also went to um, Street Food Cinema on Saturday night, and we got to sit out and watch so fun. Spice World. I'm so World. jealous that you got to do that. It was really fun. We all got... To be fair, sir did lovely. invite me. I had to babysit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think they're going to um, transfer that extra ticket over. Oh, dope. So I you guys it for a different one? Yeah, I think so. I have to yeah. email them still. Those um, are really fun. But, yeah, it was really fun. And then... Street Food Cinema is like when you... It, like... There's a couple different companies in LA that do it, but Street Food Cinema is, like, the main one, and usually, like, two different parks in the Los Angeles area will host, like, outdoor movie screenings. And, and then like, they have, like, like their food trucks. They have food trucks, they have entertainment. It's, like, a super fun LA summer activity. Yeah. It's, like, either Street Food Cinema or, like, Senespia are, like, the... <laughs> stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Senespia. Are the two that do it. Um, and, yeah, so then Sunday was fun, and... Been having, like, some good days and everything, and then today, just woke up, had a lot of anxiety, um, dealing with just personal... Personal bullshit. Personal shit. Yeah. Um, I feel ya. Well, you also had that incident where you tried to get your car the... Where you tried to get a new car the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Tell this story, because this is a funny one. Oh, fuck. So... My friend Steph, my beautiful, beautiful friend Steph. Shout out to Steph. Um, has been helping me with this whole car buying process because she just bought a new car pretty recently. And so, um, you know, she's been helping me. She's been driving me to car places and for test drives and stuff like that. And so I was like, all right, this is it. This is the one we're going to look at. Like, I think it's the one that I'm going to buy. Um, and she's like, okay, I'll drive us. And we were in the car for two hours because it was, like, right around, Fuck. like, peak traffic time because it was in Torrance. So, and I was like, so you were going, like, five minutes away. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is um, So we're, we have to drive to fucking Torrance. Um, if you live in Torrance, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's lovely if you live there, but. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> actually also, I'm all. not either because we drove by a restaurant that was an Asian restaurant called Yellow Fever. So fuck you, Torrance. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible. We drove by and we were like, we're never coming back here! That's insane! Can you believe that? Yes, but also, what? Yeah. What was their, like, food rating? Like, what was the the health department? Like, did they have an A? Because there was no way that place had an A. It was called Asian Bowls for Your Soul. Yellow Fever. (laughs) How is that okay? If you live in Torrance and you want to tell me how that's okay, tweet us because that's not okay. Explain yourself. If you own Yellow Fever, what the fuck? Yeah, like what the f- what None the actual that fuck? Makes any sense at all? Um, they're so, like, what a fun play on words. Yeah, and you're like, no, no, it's racist or it's a disease or it's both. There's no good it's answer both to for that for sure. Like, <laughs> um, so we get to the car place and we're both just like hot and like. Not really having it anymore, and so we get in, and the woman's like, I assume you want to test drive the car, right? And I'm like, yeah. We get in the car, and I go to turn it on, 
and the key's turning, but the engine isn't turning over. Fun. And I'm like, um, is yeah. this on? And Steph goes, try putting your foot on the brake. I'm like, mm. And I look at, <laughs> I look at the woman in the back and I go, Are, is this, is it on? And she goes, you know it's a stick shift, right? Oh. <laughs> uh, that's so embarrassing. Steph and I sat in the car, we clasped hands and laughed for probably about a good minute straight while the woman sat in the back just bewildered. Like, and she's like, why is this so funny? Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I, I literally almost just wanted to run out. Like, I almost wanted to just be like, so like, embarrassing. saying anything. Um, and I was like, nope, we didn't know that, ma'am. Oh my we God. We sure did not. And she was like, oh, well, do you want me to see if we have anything else? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I guess you so. Just- <laughs> I guess so. That'd be cool. So they ended up not having anything else. Like she did a search and couldn't find anything with their company. Damn. So I was like, well, let's just go across the street and grab lunch. Not at Yellow Fever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, you ate a Yellow Fever, didn't you? I would kill myself. Fair. Um, and just like looked up like other cars in the area and found one that was like sounded perfect and called the people, made sure they were open still and not that car wasn't a surprise to yep, shift. Made sure it was a manual. <laughs> not <laughs> not a manual. Oh <laughs> uh, God. It's hard to be a dumb American. It's hard to be an adult. <laughs> it's hard to be Fuck a person pretending is. to be an adult. It's so hard to be an adult. Adulthood is kicking my ass this month. I just and I it's didn't only like five days into the month. I just assumed that most cars nowadays are made automatic. Most are. That's that is an accurate assumption. It was uh, quite the rude See, awakening. I know to look now because my ex drove a manual at one point, and it's like such a small thing, like on most like websites and everything. Like it's yeah, just I mean it's so... well because most are not. Yeah. So unless you're and so it's like that, that wasn't like a, a feature. Track. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't like a feature that I was looking at. Was looking at yeah. at all. So I felt like a fucking idiot, uh, but we found a car. It was only about 45 minutes away from Torrance, where we were. In the right direction? Yeah. Wrong. Okay, well, that's good. And so, um, went there, test drove it, bought that bitch. Fuck, yeah. And now I own La Fonda the Honda, so. La Fonda the Honda. That's exciting. <laughs> I lost my job this week, so Woo! that's been fucking great. Um... Yeah, I've, like, tried to keep a level head about it, but it was really shitty and kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the best situation, obviously. Yeah. Um, I a little bit freaked out what had happened, obviously. Um, I'd also been driving my now former boss's car around because I wrecked mine in a terrible fire on the freeway a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the pictures are great. Maybe one day we'll Instagram them. We should. Um, Sam, I remember that day, Sam literally had texted me. And I was like, like out of context, this is a really th- weird thing to send me. And then she goes, that's my car. I, just, <laughs> I, like, I, sent her, I sent her a picture of my car on fire on the freeway and just went, this is my life right now. Yeah. And Sarah like took it as like, maybe it was like a gif or something, which is super fair because that is something that I would send her, like just a picture of like a car on fire. Yeah. Like, this is how I feel. But that was not what I was doing. And, and then she was like, ha ha ha. And I was like, no, that's my car. And I was like, 
you're fucking joking. Like, no, actually my vehicle. Um, yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, it was a fucking blast. Um, highly recommend if you're going to destroy a car, like, do it in a really epic way. Like, shut down all the traffic on the 10 freeway because at least you get to brag about having done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, like, the one bright spot to come out of that. Like, always look on the bright side, you know? Silver lining. Sometimes the bright side is literally a ball of fire. Uh, <laughs> and, like, really great graphic pictures afterwards. Yeah. Um, I did hit, like, the nicest man in the world when this happened. Um, and I don't say that it's like... And I now can't... they're married. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I think he thought I was, like, 15 because he literally told me that I reminded him of his 13-year-old daughter. Sick. Um, and he was, like, he was very nice to me and, like, very worried about me and, like, asked me more what my parents were. Um, and I texted him later and, like, you know, thanked him for being so nice to me. And he, uh, he was, like, it's okay. Like, accidents happen. Like, today was just our day. Like, you remind me of our, of my 13-year-old daughter. And, like, I could see something that's happening to her. And, like, I just, would just want someone to be nice to her. And I was, like, oh. all, like, what a gem of a father. Yeah. Um, that would not have been my dad's reaction. Sorry, dad, but it wouldn't have been. But uh, my dad does not listen to this. Uh, my mom does, though. <laughs> um, hi, mom. Hi. Um, so I, so, but, but like, once I had, like, settled and the car was on fire on the side of the road and, it's, and, like, the fire department shows up and they put it out and I just turn to the guy and I go, so you think I can drive it now? <laughs> And thank God he thought it was funny. He was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. It's like, you're great. Oh I my love God. you. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, lost my job. Uh, I had been driving my boss's car. I was literally about to buy it this week, <sighs> and he was like, yeah, like I want the car back. And I was like, oh, cool. I was about to buy it from you. Um, yeah, so, like, you just fucked me so, over on multiple aspects of my life. Yeah, I mean, like, in the course of an hour, I lost the I lost the job I've been working for the last year and a half and the car I've been driving for, like, the last year. Um, so, yeah, really fun fucking week. Like, mm-hmm. ball of fucking fun. Just a fucking blast. Um, so I, like, freaked out and I, like called my dad because my dad can be like really rational sometimes and he was like sometimes and he sometimes his his initial reaction like he was very nice but he was also like i don't know like you know there's always like the armageddon plan just like blow everything up like ship your shit back home to the east coast and just move home and i literally am like oh dad dad no wait what like and thank god like when i told my roommate that he said this like because my roommate overheard most of the conversation i was like hey how's it going you okay and i was like not really no not at all and uh he was like i told him that he literally started cracking up hysterically and i was like all right cool so my reaction to that was not uncalled for everyone i reached out to within like the next 24 hours which is really nice to me and like really helped like build me back up from feeling like absolute garbage about myself which was really nice and like that's Mm -hmm. the kind of thing you really can't trade and like why i'm not gonna move and like if i'm gonna blow everything up just sign it if anyone wants to help me with this if i'm like my my armageddon plan is not shit my things from my parents house my armageddon plan is sell all my shit and get a one-way ticket out of this fucking country Mm -hmm. and like then figure it out because like no it's fine that's my armageddon plan too right one that i've considered many a time yeah one that i considered for a minute this week for about, I texted Sarah and I was like, literally, I want to get on a one way flight, literally anywhere, anywhere, and just spend all of my money on alcohol right now. Yeah. Um, I literally, as I was buying my car, I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess I'm not doing anything fun forever. Yeah, if I want to just like get up and fucking go, you can't. I have a kid now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. So 
I got, I went on one job interview and got a job. So like that was very quickly solved. Well, cause it's like, you and I are very similar in that like, I, we, I think we both interview really well. Yeah. And I so, just don't work really well, apparently. <laughs> it's a shitty fucking personality once you hire me. That's not true. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't think I've ever not gotten a job that I've interviewed for, which is like probably very I annoying. I have, but like, I've always, like, it, it's not, it's always been because of like, I like asked for too much money uh-huh. or like. I decide I don't want it, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not... It's um, not, like, because they didn't want to hire you. Yeah, I've pretty much always gotten interviewed, or gotten hired from everything I've interviewed on. Like, mm-hmm. Almost always. Same. Maybe there's been, like, two or three jobs I haven't out of however fucking many. Yeah. A lot of times I get hired, and I'm like, actually, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, I've done that multiple times. Many times, yeah. I'm sure we sound really annoying right now. <laughs> to we who always sound really annoying. To people who interview, like, shit, yeah. sorry about it. Like, take an interview class or something. Listen... <laughs> Listen, uh, we are both have difficult personalities the rest of the fucking time, so at least we are, or at least our first impressions are solid. Yeah. Um. If nothing else, we have that going for us. I think we're also really similar in that, like, if I have a fucking problem, I need to handle it immediately, or it will yep. just fucking hang over my head, so it was well, like- Well, I'm the same way in that, like, when we, when that car shit didn't work out on Friday, I was like, no, I'm buying a car today. Well, that's, I mean, that was it. It was like, I don't have a job, and I was like, and everyone was like, you know, take it one day at a time, be easy on yourself, and I was like, oh, no. no. Like- Love, love my friends, but, um, on Sunday, I was, like, I just want to, like, not do anything and, like, just not exist. And she was, like, you can take a day to not exist. And I was, like, oh, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you know me at all? <laughs> like, well, because I wish I could. I probably should. I can't. I know. It's, like, I know, I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm very stubborn. And if I get my mind set on something, I'm, like, no, this is what's happening. Well, and, and this like, is what I'm going to be doing. I don't care what anybody else is going to be doing. Well, and, like, in crisis mode, I'm, I'm like, you know, like, nose to the ground. I'm like, mm-hmm. nope. Like, fucking action plan, and we're running at mm-hmm. it. Um, which is why I burn myself out very easily. But, in like, in this case, I was like, yeah, no. Like, I'm... Yes, do I have a little bit of a financial cushion right now? Or, like, I'm, or if I don't get a job for three weeks, I'm going to be fine? Probably, but, like, I'd rather not use it for that. Like, well, yeah, of course. And also, I think also that, I that, can be, <laughs> that can be a form of self-care in that, like, I know that this is going to cause me to self-destruct if I don't handle it right now. Right. And so, why not at least admit that you know yourself well enough to be like, no, no, I need to work my ass off right now so that I can be happier later as well, opposed to and, self-destruct. And, and one of the hardest things for me was, like, I so desperately want to go back east and visit my family this summer, and I was mm-hmm. really planning on doing that in the middle of July. Um, I haven't gone home in July in years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even... I don't think I've gone home in the middle of July since college. I haven't gone like home... early college. I haven't gone home during the summer in probably about 10 years. And so yeah. me going home... Fourth of July... Where I'm from is, like, the biggest celebration in my very, very small town. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the most fun time of the year. It's fucking beautiful there. And I was like, okay, if I want to go home, it's contingent on me getting a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to get Man, a car I, and I, I drive I home. so desperately want to go to your hometown before the July. Like, that sounds like a fucking blast. It is quite quite the scene to be held. Yeah. Um, But it was like, yeah, I was like, I have to get a car because I can't. I'm not going to fly home. Like, I, so it was just, like, I, like, right, all these like, things, all these the plans. The thing you wanted to like, do hung on that. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, all and these things, all these plans, like, anything like, I wanted to do in my life hung on me getting a job. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It just sucks, because, like, I'm gonna have to work way more hours than what I was working before, and, like, 
you know, I wasn't making enough money the last couple months anyway, so, like, mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day, like, it's probably a good thing that I lost my job because I was very burnt out on this job, which well, was affecting yeah, my work performance. Not I was happy. fucking miserable. Yeah. I was super miserable, and I, you know, as much as, you know, I want to be able to tell myself, like, I should be grateful and I should be happy and I should have, like, logically, my ability to cognitively see, like, the way that I should and could feel in a positive manner does not always translate into, like, an emotional response, which Mm -hmm. is, like, one of the most frustrating things, um, and I did, like, break down in tears talking about this the other day, like, I don't know why sometimes I wake up and feel awful or why sometimes even though I can logically try to convince myself that I should feel a certain way and it totally makes sense like almost in like a mathematical way like that's not always the way that I feel and sometimes like there's just as many logical reasons to feel shitty and like sometimes those ones end up weighing out even though they're not serving me as well Mm -hmm. um I mean and I should have listened to that a little bit better and, like, made some life changes before that. But I didn't. So, like, I mean, that's I think me. that that's, that's, like, textbook explanation of depression. Yeah, probably. Like, probably. I mean, but, and, like, but also, like, sometimes, I mean, and I think I get, like, circumstantially depressed mm-hmm. where, like, you know, I don't think I have, like, clinical depression where I'm just depressed. I mm-hmm. definitely, like, a, a clinical anxiety problem. But, like, I get bogged down by life in like circumstances in a way where I can't shake it yeah but the second the circumstances have changed I feel like a completely different person sure um and I, I've been feeling that way for a while I've been saying that and I've been saying like I need to change that's why I was looking forward to like going home and like mm-hmm. all this shit so like we'll see I'm trying to like keep a fucking positive attitude about like the next couple weeks and just see where it takes me I mean right now I'm very much getting into like survival mode which fucking sucks and it's not ideal but it sucks but I'm really proud of you for just like kind of accepting it and cool about ma'am <laughs> Like, now's not He's like just going to play with a squeak toy. I'm like, Sarah's giving me a hop on it. You stop squeaking your fucking toy. Look at his tail. I know. Aww. Poor guy. Um, no, but I'm really proud of you for not kind of, like, wallowing and, like, taking action and being like, okay, yes, this sucks, but I'm going to fucking be in control of my life. Batman, we're trying to record a podcast. Stop it. <laughs> He's so cute, though. Um, I'm going to be in control of my life, and I'm going to be in control of my fucking future. And if that means that I have to make a couple sacrifices, so be it, because the end result is going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, and it's exhausting, but I'm, I'm hoping that there's a payoff somewhere. Like, we'll see. Right now, it's really difficult for me to see what the payoff is. But, like, honestly, I'm kind of hoping that I can just work the job that I just got for this summer and then find something that isn't in food service I'm Mm -hmm. waiting tables now that isn't like in food service or anything like that come the fall or if I do it's like one day a week and then I could do something where I'm like working with kids like when the school year starts or Mm -hmm. something that I actually enjoy and like is a little more fulfilling because I think that would like make me happier overall so that's like that's what I'm telling myself I'm like this will be for the next couple months so that I can do something else when the school year starts and when there's, like, more work with kids or, like, there's, like, other shit going on that's yeah. actually... Which is, like, when those jobs open up. Right, exactly. Like, no one's hiring for that shit right now because it's not... It's, you know, it's summer. It's summer. It's summer. It's summer. <laughs> that I will post. So I have a really great um, Snapchat video of Sarah... Um, blowing a pinwheel. Blowing a pinwheel from, like, two summers ago. Um, <laughs> and it's... It's gold. When we were already going crazy at the camp that we used to work Before at. Before the kids even got there. Yeah. We were, like, shopping at the 99 cent store for supplies. Always. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, this week has just totally kind of kicked my ass and like really like we have no control over most things and mm-hmm. like it sucks because like you can look forward to something and you can like plan and like life just throws shit at you and it changes and you just have to adjust and do the best you can with it yeah and that's what I'm trying to do and I'm trying to like learn from the mistakes I made and I'm far from fucking perfect I will be the first to admit that and tell everybody else that and I just am hoping that you know, something good eventually happens as sort of a result from this, so I yeah. not feel super shitty about it, but... Well, I think that you're coming at it from a really mature standpoint, because I think that, you know, even even a year ago, you would have lost your job and been like, well, that's it, like, everything automatically fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's like, I don't see you having that attitude about it right now at all. No, I mean, and, and not everything sucks. Like, yeah, like, it sucks like I can't go home. It sucks that I don't really know what I'm looking forward to. It sucks that I have to work more hours, but, like... I have really great fucking friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, I was not... I wasn't working enough. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I feel like shit. I'm just trying to, like, be positive about it. Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you for... Thanks. ...taking that angle as opposed to, you know, the one that we would normally take. <laughs> well, and I think... I mean, I mean, I think, like, part of what helps me take that angle really is, like, the people in my life. Like, that's mm-hmm. really what helps is that, like, I had people backing me up within two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I had, my, you know, my parents were way more supportive than they've been in the past, which was also a nice reflection that, like, as much as, like, as an adult, I don't want to, like, view myself the way that my parents view me or, like, take that on too strongly, um, because mm-hmm. I judge myself for that. There is something nice about seeing a shift in the way that they view me as yeah. a positive reflection of, like, you know, growth that I feel like I've made. It's, yeah. You know, it's just, like, if you see that other people are responding to that, like, it does kind of validate it a little oh, bit. completely. Um, so I think having my parents just think that I'm handling it well, um, was also helpful to me. Um, yeah. you know, and my dad yesterday, I talked to my dad on the phone, I was like, yeah, so I got this job and like, when I talked to him this morning, I was like, yeah, so I think I'm actually still going to buy this car for my boss. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm borrowing some money from my parents. I'm paying them back, um, on like a payment plan, but like, you know, I'm, my dad was like, well, I mean, you had this massive problem, and you kind of solved most of it within, like, yeah. 48 hours. Yeah, so like, exactly. That's actually kind of true. No, like, it is definitely know, like, true. It's, it's, like, that's something you should fucking be proud of. And there is no shame in asking for help when you fucking need help, especially if it's financial and your parents have the means to help you out. Fucking ask them. Like, yeah. Why the fuck not, you well, know? and I like, also think it's, you know, it's not like I'm asking my parents to, like, buy me a new car. I'm asking no. them to, like, lend me the money. To put a down payment or, to, like, to help you finance. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm asking them to, like, help me pay this all up front. Like, yeah. I mean, and I even told them, I was like, I have other options. Like, I could be irresponsible and wipe myself out completely, but, mm-hmm. like, I kind of feel like I should have some money in my back pocket if I need it. And also, in most cases, it would be better for you to, like, be indebted to your parents and set up a, a loose oh, payment plan with them than have like a bank loan which yeah is, like the a, other option yeah I was, like, bank I could, loan I or like another credit thing like i'd rather just not do any of that like, yeah they got that and they were like well you're thinking things through or you because, know i like, had friends like could have borrowed money so like, i mean just like them kind of seeing like me be logical about it and like reflect that back i mean it was nice mm-hmm. and also just like having friends who were like yeah like i'll ask around and like see who i know who's hiring for yeah. you or like if i know somebody <laughs> Who, who has a job that's good for you, great. Ugh, 
fuck. I mean, shit. I mean, it really fucking sucks. And it sucks, like, I wanted to do shit for Pride this weekend. And, you know, whatever. I'm sure, like, this is a really, really, really boring content. Just listen to me complain about a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but, like, welcome to this fucking podcast, I mean, podcast, this is I guess. the podcast. Um, <laughs> what a great podcast. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, basically, I don't want to, like... I'm handling it well, but I'm also, I've got a really great support system. Yeah. Um, and that's, I, you know, that's... I mean, that's so huge. It's so huge, so... It's so huge to, not only to have that great support system, but also to be able to reach out to them and to say that you need them. Yeah. Um, because I know that we've talked about it um, on here before, about just, like, I think that that's such a huge first step, um, especially for... You know, people like us who are oftentimes so fiercely independent and so, um, yes, driven, but so, like, I will figure this out on my own. Yeah. And, like, not tell it. Like, I know that for me, I still struggle with... Like, fiercely independent is a way that I get described a lot. But, yeah. And it's, like, never same. in, like, a positive way. They're yeah, like, same. You just need to You're fucking take it down a notch. Fiercely independent. <laughs> like, they yeah. say it as, like, it's great, but, like, also maybe not great. I mean, my fierce independence is why I uh, can't sustain any fucking healthy relationships. So <laughs> same, I get you. Um, um, other than relation, like platonic relationships, I should say. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I think that I think that to be able to reach out to people and admit that like that happened, because I know that so often like I just put on such a front to people and like I don't tell I like. I don't know, I'm trying to be a little bit better about it, but, like, a lot of the time I, like, I won't tell my friends, like, about this really shitty thing that happened to me. Right. Because I'm, like, I don't want to burden them with it, and, like, I'll sure. figure it out myself. Yeah. And that's not necessarily healthy, because it's good to have, like, that support system, and to have people be like, no, no, you don't have to do this by yourself. Well, and I think I had a friend kind of call me out on that. I did talk about it on the podcast a little bit, like, several months back, where she was like, you don't need to, like deal with that stuff on your own mm -hmm. and I was like oh I don't <laughs> really like I don't like I don't want to burden anybody but like I feel like you know we are at a point in our lives where like people are less likely to try to fix you mm -hmm. or take on your issues in like a negative way hopefully hopefully um it's shitty and as difficult as it is like and it's also hard to let people see you when you're feeling negative about yourself or when you're feeling, when you're like, feeling vulnerable. When there's that risk that, like, something bad that you're feeling about yourself might be validated as opposed to, like, the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think this was an instance where I was a little protected because I was, like, very uh, much owning up to, like, where I went wrong in this situation. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's also just hard to be, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and and that was something that happened with my dad a little, where he was like, well, like, this is, like, a really big setback for you. And I'm like, yeah, cool, thanks. I know. Like, fucking, I'm aware. Well, and I think that we both, we both like to be in control so much, and, like... Well, and I also just feel like I'm, at this point in my life, I'm so sick of struggling. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing for me. I'm, like, I just feel like I should be fucking done with it, which is dumb and, like, immature to say to, like, I'm just so sick of things being hard, but, like, to a very large extent, like, I've dealt with a lot of hard shit, and I'm 
really over it. Yeah. Like, I'm really fucking over it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I am done going through my hardship. Like, I fucking paid my dues and that. And that's not how it works, clearly. There are people who have, like, way worse luck than me, mm-hmm. and there are people who have way better luck than me. And there isn't a rhyme or reason to it now. My mom was like, I'm a very firm believer and everything doesn't happen for a reason. Oh, completely. And I... I, I agree and disagree. Like, I don't think there's, like, some cosmic reason for things, but I do think I can kind of look back at my life and be like, if this hadn't happened, then this wouldn't have happened. So I can kind of, like, give merit to the fact that it did. Right. Even though I don't think it logic. happened. Right. I don't think it happened for that other thing to happen. Exactly. It's not like... I fucking hate that phrase so much, and I think we've talked about it on here, but... I think we have, too, but, I mean, whatever. I just, I'll talk about it again. Yeah, I just really... I hate the phrase. I, I hate it because it's, like... It's... I've dealt with so much death in my life... And, right. and so, and it's always what somebody says when somebody dies, is that, like, Ugh. everything happens for a reason. It's like, fuck you. There was no reason for that to happen. It's like, so funny that you bring that up, too, because this is something I was, like, kind of looking for a segue into, is I, um, I went to my, um, school's graduate showcase last night, which mm-hmm. is, like, when, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast, too, but when you graduate from most BFA acting programs, you do at least a showcase in the city that you're in, but, like, oftentimes New York and oftentimes L.A. as well. So I went to school in Chicago, they do one in New York, then they go to Chicago and do one there, and then they do one, then they fly out to L.A., and they fly back to Chicago for graduation. So I went to the the L.A. one yesterday, and I'm old as fuck now, so that was my first takeaway from it, is I don't, I'm not even closely tied to anybody in school anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mostly went to just, like, see how I was at. Sometimes it's, like, inspiring to see people do good work. Um, and just be like, I'm old as fuck. Well, and it's, like, refreshing to see, like, just kind of that school atmosphere and, like, remember, like, where you came from. And also, and, I mean, at this point, it was also, like, a nice reflection of, like, I've come so far since then to, like, see these kids who are doing really good work, but, like, for me, I'm far enough away where I can be objective and be like, so many of them aren't ready yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get that now, because I'm not in the middle of it, and I'm like, wow, I've come a really long, I've come really far, because, like, I am ready, and I don't know what I looked like when I did my showcase, but, like, I know what I'm like now, and I'm, I've come a long way in that way. Yeah. Um, I ran into a couple girls who graduated two years after me, um, and one of them pulled me aside and wanted to talk to me about a teacher who I had who passed away a year after I graduated, um, who had a massive impact on so many people, but also, like, probably let her cards show to a handful of students on like even though we all had her on this pedestal of being this perfect insanely talented amazing teacher and like really cool human being like everybody had a crush on her mm-hmm. like gay straight male female everybody had a crush on this yeah. woman um she was such a fucking badass she was so cool and she died right before she turned 50 she was not old at all she had cancer nobody fucking knew about it until the last minute Fuck. and um she just didn't talk about it. Like, the, I don't even think she... I don't think she thought she wasn't going to beat it. And she didn't beat it. And um, she passed away. And, I like, we all... Most people who weren't in the school or close to the school or hadn't seen her didn't know that things were really bad mm-hmm. until t- other teachers started posting on the internet about how hospice had been called in. And it, it was, like, this big seer. Like, she didn't really want people to know. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so, like, I never got any closure on that relationship with her. And, like, it's still something that bothers me. And this happened four years Because it's, like, a year after you graduate, so you're not even in the mix anymore. You're not on the scene. I wasn't on the mix. I had moved to L.A., but also, like, she was the first person I came out to. Mm -hmm. Like, the actual first human being that I came out to. Not even who was gay, just that I was dating my first girlfriend. She was the first person that I told. That's huge. It was huge. Um, And just, like, her response to it and, like... 
I went through a mess of shit in college and like she was like right there with me through so much of it and this girl had a really good friend who went through a lot of stuff and like was very involved with her at the time and she was like I know you had a really close relationship with her and we were talking and like both of us like the thing we kept going back to was like there is no fucking closure and there are so many conversations that I should have had with her and I will never get the chance to have mm -hmm. because like like the relationship that I should have had with her after school like I just figured I'd reach out to her in a year or two and then we would like talk again yeah like, it was you don't expect those things to happen and no you can never <laughs> there is no fucking it. reason for that. Like, I can say there's a reason for her presence in my life and I can like basically like take the fact that like she died into like seize the moment and don't be fucking lazy but of course that's like i can't carry that through with me every day otherwise i'm existing in this panic that every person i meet is gonna die tomorrow well also like, not only that but it's like it's pretty fucking selfish to think that like oh this person died to teach me a lesson like no fuck you dude like, this person was in so many other people's lives she was, like, and that's the thing too is like in a weird way like when she died like that was also an issue for me too it was like she meant so much to so many people that you're like mm -hmm. i'm totally fucking irrelevant yeah which i know is not the case because of the interactions that i had with of her course, yeah. while she was living but like it's one of those things where it's like you know i'm not whatever I mean like she meant a lot to a lot of people and she was a really cool person and Im impacted a lot of people on a very permanent level but like you always want validation from those kind of relationships yeah and you don't always fucking get them and like not everything happens for a reason like she died because she got cancer and it sucks yeah like, like medically physically that's what happened and that's why it happened right like I can like put shit into context for my own life with that mm -hmm. like but that's it like I don't have anything well it's like you can take away from that like for your own self but it's like that's not why it happened no I mean I have nothing else to and like you should take away from things and like learn from them and like you know let them affect your life but like that's not why mm -hmm. and I think death is like really the thing that makes everybody be like not everything happens for a fucking reason so yeah but you. not until it happens to you I think is the issue <sighs> yeah <laughs> because or I mean and you know and I think people see people do that with like sudden death they don't do it with like this person was old like they died for a reason no they died because they were fucking yeah, old. yeah they died because like, they were old the same way as like you know someone can die when they're really young and like they just died like mm -hmm. it just fucking it sucks I think like, it's like I understand that it's a lot of people that's how people cope with things just like you know people use religion or other things like that people want to wanna believe with things that things like that do have a meaning and I get that and it's like if that's what you want to believe then fine but like I don't think that you should go around preaching your rhetoric of that to people especially to the people it, who are close to it's them. often a little bit insensitive it's incredibly yeah. insensitive yeah because it's like that person doesn't have the same beliefs as you all the time and so for you to say like well it happened for a reason it's like okay so you're saying that like it was like a good thing like <laughs> right yeah well it's like what are you supposed to say in response to that yeah like okay, it's a cool. thing to say to make yourself guess we'll good. find out right yeah well fingers crossed and be like well what's the reason do tell like, yeah fuck, let me know fill me like, in just be like, I'm sorry, and I'm here for you if you need anything, and that's yeah. it. That's, like, that's that's all you need to that say to somebody when they're feeling their shit. Say. And then actually be there for them. That's it. Yes. Completely, 110%. That's literally it, because we're like, I never know what to say, and just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and you can say, like, I'm really angry that this thing happened to you. Or don't, or don't <laughs> like, say fucking anything. Yeah, just be there for that person. Yeah. It's fine. You don't need to make a cosmic fucking thing up. Oh, I'm mad at everyone right now. I know. Nobody's looking for you to make anything better for them at any given moment. 
No, and if they are, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of shit this week, and I haven't been looking for anybody to... I mean, yeah, sure, it's great if somebody could fix it, go for it, but, like, I'm just asking around for, like, what people are able to do. I'm not going, like solve my problems Mm -hmm. I'm just you know like I just am looking to not be alone yeah and I think that that's all we can do is you know not let people be alone and actually show up if you're able to show up for somebody and yeah actually fucking do it if you can like there is I mean there is no easy way out of so many things yeah as shitty and exhausting as that can be like it's just there isn't yeah um so you just kind of have to roll with it I mean, you know, everything happens for a reason, so. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Fuck. (laughs) I don't think it does, Sarah. Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. We should have a podcast. (laughs) Should we? (laughs) Damn. I'm just roasting us now. That's Um, fair. Yeah, I mean, anyway, should we talk about some positives? Let's talk about some positives. Yeah. You've got a good one. Which one? You're leaving tomorrow. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, what's good? Um, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to New York for the weekend to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which I'm actually really nervous about because I hated the book. I don't like it. I hated it, yeah. the screenplay so much. I'm really curious to see what you just say about it because um, I, I didn't like it. I, yeah, I the fucking hated it. Wasn't, yeah. So I... I mean, I'm excited, obviously, because it's only going to be my second time in New York. Um, it's going to be really fun just to go to a play on Broadway. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen a Broadway play? Yeah, I saw a Broadway musical when I okay. was there. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be a really fun, cool experience. And I'm really hoping that seeing it on the stage will make me like it better, even if I still hate the story. Just because I'm such a massive fan of the series. Sure. But the script to me feels like somebody wrote fan fiction like fan and said, well, fiction. fuck canon. And fucking, yeah, like... it's just, it's... If you love Cursed Child, I'm I'm sorry to shit on it for you. If you love I, Cursed Child, I would love for you to write us and tell us why you yeah, love it. Yeah, I would just, like, please make me love it because the thing that I like the least about Cursed Child is that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I really want to like it as, like, a diehard fan of the books. Well, and I was so fucking excited about it. And I just, I it hated just, it. It feels like a betrayal from the books. Completely. In so many ways. Completely. But I anyway, completely it's agree. positive that you're going to New York, and that's, it'll be fun regardless. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a really fun experience. Uh, my friend that I'm going with has never been to New York. I've only been once. Fun. So, um, it's going to be fun just kind of exploring. And we're staying with, um... This girl that we both went to college with, who I haven't seen in a really long time. Nice. Um, and so we're just, like, all super stoked. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I mean, it's just going to be obvious. It's always just nice to get out of L.A. Fuck, dude. I want to get out of L.A. So <laughs> that's like, I love this city so much. So much of the time. I love this city so much if I leave sometimes. Yes, exactly. I mean, you were just gone for a month, though. It's a little... You I was gone for a month, but it was not for a fun thing. No, you were working for a month. Um, it's Pride this weekend. Woo! So I'm working all weekend, but I'm still gonna, like, find times to, like, enjoy it. and. You have to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've got a great group of friends. Um, group of gay friends who are 
we're all like super hyped on it. So that'll be fun. Um, and that's something I've been looking forward to. And it's nice that I already have a job. So like, even if I can't afford it as much as I would have been had I not been in this situation, I can actually afford it a little. Mm -hmm. So that's a blast. Um, that should be fun. Hopefully that is a good confidence boost for me because yeah. I, I could fucking use it right now. Um, and like, like I said, like I have a really great support system. So that's, that's like my biggest positive. I feel like I use that a lot as my positive, but like that is my positive. I mean, that's like, su that's like a constant positive. You know yeah. I mean? I mean like, like shit's hard right now. So it's nice that I have good fucking people around me. I mean, when stuff goes wrong and stuff goes bad, it's so important. I thought you said stuff, and I was like, wow, that's really your huh. <laughs> Stuff, got it. <laughs> when stuff goes wrong and stuff goes bad, it's nice to know that you have that constant in your life, and you yeah. have that support that I think that that's all we're searching for in life <laughs> is that oh. support system. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, which is something we could talk about a little more, like how the fuck to meet people in LA, I think, because mm. I had, I had, that was a question that came up for me a lot yesterday when I was talking to Lord thinking about moving here, like, how do you meet people? And I was like, I have thoughts, but like, honestly, I don't fucking know, so. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. And none of them are great. No. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll get into that in the future. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh... Tweet us, Instagram, at us, tell us that you love us, at the small angsty. And tell your friends. Tell your friends that you listen to this. Um, Share us. We Any any and all feedback is really great. Even if you're just like, hey, like we liked this week's episode, like it, which some people do, and it's genuinely useful and appreciated so yeah like even if you're like hey didn't i wasn't a huge fan of this week's episode like yeah we're gonna hear tell that us too. why also thanks to everyone who has written reviews not a ton of people have but we have we do have a couple now so yeah. keep that up if it's something that's like maybe crossed your mind it takes two fucking seconds get your shit together yeah, we just do, do it like really we quick. do this for you dude what are you doing for us yeah what are you yeah Come on, this is a two-way street. You know what I've learned today is that communication is a two-way fucking street. And everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Take care of each other. Bye.